I hope you are well, and I pray that you are happy. Welcome to Daily Reflections. Each day we spend time in prayer and break open the Word. I'm Father John, and this podcast is meant to guide us, to challenge us, to help us to grow in our relationship with Jesus and with one another. You are a blessing. You're a gift. God loves you so very much. And I just want to thank you for joining me today on this Wednesday of the 27th week in ordinary time. And we begin with Psalm 117, verse 1, 2. Go out to all the world and tell the good news. Together, go out to all the world and tell the good news. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Glorify him, all you peoples. For steadfast is his kindness toward us, and the fidelity of the Lord endures forever. Go out to all the world and tell the good news. Together, go out to all the world and tell the good news. Our gospel for today is taken from Luke chapter 11, verse 1 to 4. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us and do not subject us to the final test. Today, the disciples find Jesus in prayer and I'm sure the disciples are inspired by Jesus's prayer life. You know, one disciple asks, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. Now, it's important to realize that we must not assume that the disciples do not pray. You know, I'm sure that they follow all of the liturgical norms, just like many of us do today. Prayer is an important part of their culture. You know, several times a day, the religious leaders would stand on street corners and say long, elegant prayers. We pray our rosaries, pray our night prayers, and so on, but there's something more that's needed. Saying prayers is not necessarily praying. I'm sure that this is why the disciples wanted to know more about how to pray. When the disciples asked Jesus, to teach them to pray. He, he didn't put on a prayer workshop or discuss the various types of prayers or the biblical basis for why prayer was important. He didn't give them techniques. He did not say to them, okay, fold your hands like this, get down on your knees. No, Jesus did not give his disciples a verbal formula, but rather a model to be emulated. He taught them simply by actually praying. Pray like this, Father, hallowed be your name. Your name is holy. You know, every mass we pray the Sanctus after the preface, holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are filled with your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Jesus sets the tone that when we pray, we are in the presence of a holy and magnificent God. Yesterday, we celebrated the memorial of St. Francis of Assisi, and, and I'm reminded of his beautiful prayer of praise. Holy are you, 
You are holy, Lord, the only God, and your deeds are wonderful. You are strong. You are great. You are the most high. You are almighty. You, Holy Father, are king of heaven and earth. Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. In this part of the prayer, you can just feel the longing for God's dwelling to be among us and that every tear will be wiped away from our eyes. I pray that you be present in my life and in the life of all my brothers and sisters. Yes, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. God, you alone provide for us and fill us with all that is good. You know, I, I looked at Psalm 104, verse 27 to 28. Listen to this. All of these look to you to give them food in due time. When you give it to them, they gather. When you open your hand, they are well filled. There are so many who are hungry today. They're hungry, Lord, for food, for love, for peace, for unity. And forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us. I place my sins before you on this day. I recognize that I need confession. I need your mercy in my life. We recognize that Jesus died on the cross for, for me, he died on the cross for you. We, we all need to admit um, that I'm in need of God. Personally admit it, I am in need of God. You know, I like St. Paul's words to the Colossians. And even when you were dead in transgressions and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he brought you to life along with him, having forgiven us all our transgressions, obliterating the bond against us with its legal claims, which was opposed to us. He also removed it from our midst, nailing it to the cross. We are also called to forgive. You know, I think of the passage from Matthew chapter 6, verse 14 to 15. If you forgive others their transgressions, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your transgressions. Asking God's forgiveness in our life and forgiving others, they're connected, they're together. And finally, my friends, in the prayer Jesus taught, we hear, and do not subject us to the final test. Another way of praying is, and lead us not into temptation. Now, this can be confusing to some because God does not tempt anyone to commit sin. In this prayer, we're, we're, we're asking God to keep us from falling into sin. Help me stay clear of choosing wrong. God, help me not to sin. Help me in my human weakness. So my friends, let the Our Father help you to move from simply just praying words to truly building a powerful relationship with him, to truly opening your heart to him. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.